Hello! Welcome to the 12th episode of Reclaimed to Rain. Y'all, time flies, I swear. I really feel like it was just yesterday that I was recording episode one. Like, what in the world? Time is crazy. But that being said, this episode is all about how to know when it's time to pivot in your business and if it's time to pivot, how to do it well. Now, there are so many different ways to pivot in your business, but some examples could be if you're thinking about shifting network marketing companies or you're shifting your idle client and niche a bit, or maybe you're thinking about incorporating faith into your business, or perhaps you're starting a new business altogether. Whatever it is, if you're thinking about pivoting, you will definitely want to tune into this episode. Now, in this episode, we are covering three questions to ask yourself when you're wondering if it's time to pivot, and then three tips on how to do it well if that's the case for you. So that being said, grab your lukewarm coffee, girlfriend, and let's dive in. Hey queen, welcome to Reclaim Terrain. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you worked so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in this same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a successful Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. So if you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battle spiritually instead of physically, take bold action on your God-given callings, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you're in the right place. Go ahead and reheat your coffee, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive in. Okay, y'all. So here's the thing. I have pivoted multiple times in my almost five-year career as an entrepreneur, or maybe it has been five years. Y'all, time is weird. I know I've already said that once, but time is weird. But when I first started as an entrepreneur, I started in makeup. Okay, I was a freelance makeup artist. Then I decided, oh, hey, I want to blog to inspire women. And then from there, I ended up shifting into network marketing. And then I switched network marketing companies like three times. And then I became a network marketing coach. And then I got certified in life and success coaching. And then I decided to become a coach for coaches instead of, you know, just network marketing coaching. And then I decided to start incorporating faith into my business. And I became a quote-unquote faith-fueled business coach to help other Christian coaches. And then I decided to broaden it even more with this podcast in terms of helping other Christian entrepreneurs. So yes, I do have a focus of helping faith-fueled coaches, especially with Faith-Fueled Coach Academy, but I can still, and I do, help other Christian entrepreneurs. So that being said, (laughs) I understand how confusing and frustrating it can be when you're thinking about pivoting in your business. But something I think is important to note is that we are really never going to just arrive, right? We're never going to just have it all figured out for the rest of our lives. 
We are always going to be evolving and growing. So that also means our business will always be evolving and growing. You know, I found that it's very easy to let the confusion of not being clear on your direction keep you stuck and hold you back from shifting or taking action in some way. But, you know, I'm just being 100% truthful here. There are going to be ebbs and flows of clarity. And I do think it's really important to embrace the uncertainty, to embrace the unknown, to embrace the days when you're actually not really sure, and to embrace the fact that everything could shift tomorrow because the truth is nothing stays the same, and that includes your business. And so truthfully, what I have really figured out, you know, with the five years of being an entrepreneur is that the sooner you embrace the shifts and the pivots, the sooner you will have a transformation and an evolution. So that being said, if you are in a season where you think you need to make a shift or a pivot in your business, then this episode is for you. So let's go ahead and dive into the three questions I asked myself, because we already know I've pivoted multiple times when determining if I should pivot in my business. Okay, so the first question I asked myself is, has God blatantly told me I need to pivot? Or has he given some confirmations that I need to pivot? Now, this question is really personal to every single person. It can be different for everyone, right? Like there are some times when I truly believe like God has just flat out told me I need to shift or to pivot. And there's been some times where I was like, "Mm, I I don't really know what he's telling me, but I'm sensing and, and I'm seeing these different coincidences and confirmations that he's speaking to me and showing me the way right? And this is going to look different for every single person because these confirmations are very specific to the person. So these confirmations could be coincidences. It could be seeing the same thing over and over. It could be you asking a question and then it being answered like really soon. Or maybe, um, so for example, with the podcast, I got a lot of confirmations about starting a podcast. Now, this isn't necessarily pivoting per se, but I received a lot of confirmations where I knew God was leading me to start a podcast. And so some of those confirmations would be people just telling me I needed to start a podcast, right? Like if someone has told you you need to be doing something and it's happened multiple times, Y'all, that might be a confirmation. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay, so if someone has told you to make some sort of shift multiple times or maybe you were questioning something and then it was literally answered not long after you asked a question, that is a confirmation. Also, like another confirmation, I had someone tell me once that they were thinking about um, joining, you know, FCA, right? Faith Heal Coach Academy. And a big part of my brand is actually queen, right? It's queen, it's royalty. And so they literally kept seeing crowns everywhere. 
you know, they weren't sure if they were 100% going to do it, but they literally kept seeing crowns or the word queen or royalty themed things like a lot <laughs> within like a 48 hour period. And for them, that was a confirmation. So that being said, the very first question to ask yourself if you are thinking about pivoting is, has God blatantly told me I need to pivot or has he given some confirmations that I need to pivot? Take some time to pray on this question or journal it out because, again, this is something that I ask myself and I pay attention to when I am considering pivoting. So once you go through this question, the second question to ask yourself is, what, if anything, is holding me back from pivoting? So this question is really useful for me because I know it's time for me to pivot if I literally keep thinking about making a pivot for an extended period of time, but I'm holding back based on some sort of worldly fear, okay? So for example, I was nervous to start my coaching business as a network marketing coach because I thought I may not be successful enough in my network marketing business that people wouldn't take me seriously. Y'all, this was not true. This was literally a lie from the enemy, okay? And I resisted starting my coaching business for a hot minute. I had been thinking about starting a coaching business for at least a year before I actually got the nerve to do it. <laughs> actually, I think it might have been closer to a year and a half or two. I don't really remember the exact dates right now, but it was a year or two of me holding back based on this fear. Now, another example of this is when I was considering, you know, infusing faith into my coaching business because I did not start out coaching by being a faith-filled business coach. When I first started coaching, I didn't incorporate faith into my business at all. I posted things every once in a while, I think, but not a lot, <laughs> okay? So when I started thinking that I needed to start infusing faith into my business, I was afraid that I might push people away for talking about Jesus because at the time, I had a ton of people in my community who very blatantly did not believe in Jesus, now, the reason I know it's time for me to pivot when this happens is because I know fear of man or putting myself down is not of God. Any fear where you are afraid of something in this physical world is not from God. You know, I also knew that God was calling me to share more about him and me holding back because I was afraid of scaring people away was a direct lie from the enemy. Now, truthfully, I think this is one of the biggest lies the enemy spreads because the enemy literally wants us to keep our mouth shut about Jesus. And in order to do this, he is going to do it as deceptively as possible. So he is going to try to use our love for people and our desire to evangelize others against us by basically manipulating us to keep our mouth shut. Because y'all, the entire purpose of our life is to know Jesus and to make him known. And if the enemy is telling you to keep your mouth shut about him, you have got to recognize that that is a lie. 
Now, do you have to do this in your business? No, I do not believe that. I do believe that God calls each of us to play different roles in the body of Christ 100%. But girl, if he is calling you to share more about him in your business, do not hold back because you're afraid. Because you could literally bring someone to Christ or start a ripple effect of bringing others to Christ just from talking about him. You see, the really beautiful thing about God and Holy Spirit is that Holy Spirit is going to flow through you and Holy Spirit is going to shine through you and others, even if they don't know Jesus, are going to be attracted to you because of Holy Spirit. It won't be because of you. It'll be because of Holy Spirit. So do not let the enemy lie to you about this. Do not believe those lies anymore, okay? (laughs) So again, the recap of the second question was, what, if anything, is holding me back from pivoting? This is going to help you uncover some fears, if you have any, or any other reason that might be holding you back. Maybe you find out that God really is telling you not to pivot, right? And this will especially be revealed to you in the third question, which is, what is my intention for pivoting? Is my intention fueled by faith or by flesh? Now, this is a pretty deep question, right? And I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now that you may have to do some deep prayer, some deep journaling around this so you can be really clear with this question and with your intention. So for me, every single time I've asked myself this question, which y'all I'm going to tell you right now, there have been times where I have not pivoted. I have had shiny object syndrome and I have not pivoted. So this is essentially identifying why you were thinking about pivoting. Are you thinking about pivoting because of shiny object syndrome or because you think the grass is greener over there or because, you know, you're thinking about money or legacy or you're thinking about self? Or are you considering pivoting because you truly want to grow the kingdom of God and fulfill your purpose for the kingdom of God? What is your intention with pivoting? This is a crucial question because I think a lot of the time the enemy can lure you to make decisions based on your worldly desires. So just be very mindful of this. So again, Now, if you find that perhaps you're having a case of shiny object syndrome or you are being fueled by your flesh as opposed to faith, then I would recommend spending some additional quality time with the Lord, you know, because really and truly it's all about making sure your intentions are pure. Now, there have also been times where I have been on the right path or I was about to pivot into my business and my intentions weren't pure and I had to check myself. I had to repent. I had to get back in alignment with Holy Spirit, right? Because there are times you are on the right path, but your intentions aren't pure as well. So you just have to make sure that that is in alignment. Now, Once you go through this and you ask yourself these questions and you've determined that it may be time to pivot, please take the time 
to be with Holy Spirit and pray on your next move and how to implement this pivot. And then once you do that, it's time to walk in faith and not in fear. Let go of that fear you were holding on to before because he is calling you to this. He is calling you to this shift. Do not be afraid to take that next step. So that being said, once you determine that it's time to take action, I have three tips for you to essentially pivot successfully or to pivot well. So the very first tip I have for you, which probably comes to no surprise, is to please determine how your pivot is going to align with your ultimate mission and purpose that God has called you on. Okay, so as a God-centered entrepreneur, it is so important to keep Christ at the center of your life and your business. And truth be told, it can be so easy to get caught up in the strategy that we ignore the connection we have with Holy Spirit and then make ourselves the center of our business. I have done this time and time and time again, okay? I am not perfect by any means, and I have had to consistently repent and bring myself back in alignment with Holy Spirit because, again, I am human. I am not perfect, okay? So please, 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 as you are pursuing your calling, which is your business at this time, please make sure that it aligns with your purpose and your mission, which is to know God and to make him known. Now, that was the first tip. Second tip, this is more of a tangible tip, okay? Begin putting feelers out with simple content. So I know for me, when I started pivoting, you know, there have been times where I have just like went out and I have just done it. I haven't put feelers out. I just made like an announcement post and that is great. But there have also been times where I have put feelers out with very simple content where I started in stories, you know, where I put polls out just to see, you know, what people would think if I started doing this, you know, if they would like to see this in my content, you know, and then I would start sharing others' content before I started creating content around this myself. Now, this is very specific if, you know, you are shifting your ideal client or you're shifting your niche. Now, I have personally found this really, really helpful because it's not like you're taking this big giant step. You're just putting feelers out there, right? Like you're just taking one step and just also not just for you, but it's also really great for your audience. You're warming them up for a shift or for a change. Now, you can start in stories and then you can actually move to a grid post here and there. Now, this is what I did when I first started coaching. I started sharing a little bit more about the behind the scenes in business. I started sharing a little bit of business tips as opposed to the typical makeup post because I was in a makeup network marketing company that I would normally make. So I slowly started incorporating that kind of content into my strategy. 
I also did this when I was thinking about infusing faith into my business. I started with my stories. I just started talking about Jesus more. I started showcasing my Bible studies. And then I started asking questions and stories like, you know, would you like to learn a little bit more about my faith? Would you like me to talk more about my relationship with Jesus here? Would you like to see more of this? And so it started warming my audience up for this. Now, moving on to the third tip that I have for you is that if you are pivoting, you will want to redefine your idle client's pains, fears, and desires. Now, this does depend on how much of a pivot you're making, but personally, I found that with every pivot I've made, I've needed to reevaluate my ideal client's pains, fears, and desires. Now, the pains, fears, and desires of your ideal client is talked about a lot in the online space, but I'm here to remind you this is truly so important because understanding the deep and surface level pains, fears, and desires of your idle clients will ultimately help you create exceptionally valuable content for them. Essentially, you will be able to attract your idle clients to you that much more efficiently and effectively if you know their pains, fears, and desires. But I'm just putting this out there. The key is that you also have to learn how to communicate that you understand them in your conversations with them and in your content. Now, speaking of your idle clients' pains, fears, and desires, I do have a free training for you to check out. It is called Attract Your Queendom. And yes, we go over pains, fears, and desires, but it's really about getting to know your idle client so you can attract them to you and your content. Y'all, this has been a favorite for a couple of years. I have had quite a few people literally message me and tell me that this free training was a game changer for them. Okay, like they figured out who their idle client was, what their niche was, the pains, fears, and desires of their idle client when they hadn't been able to figure it out before, even with paid courses. Okay, so it is so good. It's very in-depth. I know you're going to love it. If you want to check it out, go ahead and head to bit.ly slash attract your queendom. That's bit.ly slash attract your queendom. The link is going to be in the show notes for you. If you have not checked out this training, this is your sign to go and check it out. So again, go ahead and head to bit.ly slash attract your queendom. And please let me know your thoughts once you go through it. I would love to hear about it. And that is it, my friends. Those are the three questions I ask myself to know when it's time for me to pivot in my business and three tips on how to do it well. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And again, don't forget, if you are looking to pivot, I highly recommend checking out the free training I have for you called Attract Your Queendom. I've got the link in the show notes for you if you need it. And again, I cannot wait to hear how this goes for you. So please, please, please send me a DM on Instagram at Hannah Brindley once you go through the training. I really would love to know your thoughts. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you in the next episode. Bye, friend. Hey, queen. Don't head out just yet. 
If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a written review of the show over on Apple Podcasts. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories on Instagram and tag me at Hannah Brindley. I can't wait to see you over there. So much love to you.